Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another great show of the Tony Wolf Unhinged Podcast. I am your host, Tony Wolf, and this week is November 8th. Oh my God, the year is coming close to an end. We've got one more month and we'll be into the holiday season. Well, we're already in the holiday season if you work in retail, but that's another topic for another day. This week, we're going to be talking spoiler review deep spoilers for the Eternals movie that I just went and saw this weekend. And um, we're going to talk about Eternals. We're going to talk a little bit in segment two, probably about some of the trailers that I've seen here in the last few weeks. I don't remember if I talked about them last week or not. But we'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back for main topic number one here at the Tony Wolf Unhinged podcast. Again, I am your host, Tony Wolf, and this week, like I said before, we're going to be talking about Marvel's Eternals. It opened this week to a $71 million opening weekend and had mixed reviews. But I can say, and I'm going to say this again, I said it in the opener, there will be spoilers in this episode, so you've been warned. That's the only warning. Okay, back to me. Um, the movie opens up, even if you don't know who the Eternals are, they kind of go into a little bit of the backstory of the Eternals and why they came to Earth 5,000 years ago. It gives a lot of character development and a lot of time jumps so when something happens in our history they show what's going on today that causes them to remember that and they keep going back and forth and you meet characters throughout this they talk a lot and i'm talking quite a bit about stuff that happened in phase one phase two and phase three about Thanos, about Captain Rogers, about Iron Man, about the Avengers, and why they did not interfere in what happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they did not interfere in what happened because that was not why they were here on Earth. And as they're going through the story, you're seeing different time frames. You see everything from why Hiroshima actually happened, that you find out that the different characters have different abilities, and that the one who is a engineer gave the um, humans the nuclear bomb. So it makes you think about, in history, did an alien species actually come to this planet that are long-living, and that are still with us and have given scientists information to make their world better or whatever. But then you also meet um, Jon Snow, I'll call him, from um, Game of Thrones. He plays... He plays a character named Dane Whitman, played by Kit Harington. I can never remember Kit's name, don't know why. But in the comics, we find out later that there's a character by the name of the Black Knight that is not an Eternal, but it he has special powers from the time of King Arthur. And every 
so many generations, someone in that family line is given the opportunity to become the new Black Knight. Well, we get his origin of him getting the family crest, and in the post credit scene, we get him getting the sword, and you hear a voice tell him, are you sure you want to do that? So we'll get to the voice at, at the post credit scene here in a minute. But the movie itself was gorgeously shot, not as well as Dune, and I'm not going to say it's better than Dune, but of the three movies that Marvel has put out this year, Shang-Chi, Black Widow, and now Eternals, Shang-Chi is still my number one for the year of Marvel movies. Eternals is now number two, and Black Widow is number three. But you had Gamma Chan as Siri, Richard Madden as Icarus, Angelina Jolie as Thena, Salma Hayek as Ajak, and then several others, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce their names because they are so far off what my head will accept. But they went with a story that really makes you think. And when I go to a movie, I don't go to see a movie just because it's the movies. I go to see the visuals, to figure out the cinematography, to see how the story is being told. And this director brought out a lot of her normal techniques that she uses in filmmaking. And honestly, it was very well done. Cheryl Zhao, I think is how they pronounce her name, is the director, and she was also the screenwriter. And she's done a lot of different things. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth seeing because you get so much mind-blowing visuals. The way that they did it, the way that they use the way humans are and explain away some of the things that we have done over the centuries and how these Eternals coming to Earth to defend Earth, you find out that they're not what we thought they were. They're here to help. They're here to defend us against the de deviants, but they've also been sent here to help bring another celestial into existence. And so they've been lied to. Then you find out one of the heroes has been corrupted to be almost a villain, but by the end he ends up redeeming himself. And if anybody knows the story of Icarus, Icarus flew too close to the sun and died protecting his loved ones. Well, that's what happens again in this. Um, very much worth seeing in the theaters. It's, 
I gave it a 9.34, so 9 and 3 quarters over out of 10. And I would say it was well, I mean, it just the overall story and everything really hit it out of the park. We were talking about earlier about the um, post-credit scenes. And I was telling you about a voice that shows up in one of the post-credit scenes with... Uh, with the black knight and it sets up for the the sequel obviously that's marvel's mo they've always set up for sequels in these post credit scenes but you hear a voice that says are you sure you want to do that or something to that effect and everybody was wondering who is that voice well after some research and listening to some other reviews i found out that it was uh the hershiel ali Mahershal Ali, who is playing Blade. And if anybody knows the Marvel Universe, Blade is a vampire hunter who happens to be a vampire. But they call him, they refer to him as the Daywalker. So that was their indirect introduction of his character in. And everybody's been wondering, when's Blade showing up? Well, now Blade has shown up. We didn't see him, we just heard him. But in the other post credit scene, we have a little drunken imp come staggering through a portal in, in the uh, Eternal ship. And he's drunk and belligerent and just goofy. And I'm like, I know that name. Or I know that voice. And it was... Um, Hold on a second. Let me look again. I can't remember the characters. The character was Pip, but I can't remember who played whose voice Pip. Seth Rogen. That's who it was. Um, but Seth Rogen voices the character Pip. Pip ends up being the herald of Thanos's brother. Star Fox. Star Fox's powers are he can get laid by just about anybody because of the way he acts. And then he's got other powers, but he shows up in the first post credit scene as the comedy relief for this whole this whole segment. But um that's pretty much my over review of Eternals, and um, we'll be right back after these messages with topic number two. Welcome back for topic main topic number two here on Tony Wolf Unhinged podcast. Yes, I was doing a lot of away from the mic stuff, trying to look stuff up, so I apologize for that. But the second topic today is the trailer for Morbius came out, and. I may have talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago, but I am very excited from what I've seen in the two trailers for Morbius. It was supposed to have been out already, but because of the pandemic, we had it kept getting pushed back. But Jared Leto is playing the character near perfect from everything I'm seeing in the commercials. The visuals, 
of how he flies, how he becomes the living vampire, how he just in general adapts from being having this disease to now be learning his powers and figuring out what exactly has happened to him over a two-month period and why he was missing and then all of the stuff that the police start looking for him. And if this movie is half as good as it looks in these trailers, this is going to be another mind-blower. So everybody that's a Sonyverse fan, a Spider-Man fan, will probably want to go see this it's probably going to end up being like Venom, where you're going to get things you never expected. Venom 1 and Venom 2, they gave you things that you didn't expect and things that you were hoping for. I think Morbius is going to do the same thing. So, this was a quick, me think my thoughts on Morbius. And before I go to my wrap-up, I want to talk about, not this weekend, but next weekend, Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out. It's the true part three to the original Ivan Reitman series of movies. This does not have the girls in it. This is 30 years after Ghostbusters 2 in a small town. You find out that... Egon somehow dies and that his only child I I, from the commercials I've gathered she's his only daughter and she has left this old house and barn and property and she has been on hard times and she's a single mother and it's all the stuff that goes down and they move to this small town in Nebraska somewhere. And we find out what Egon had been working on in this house. And how he ends up kind of prepping everything for the next generation of Ghostbusters. And then his granddaughter ends up becoming one of the Ghostbusters. Because she is just like he was. Very intuitive, very into weird things and I think it's going to be a really good throwback to the original Ghostbusters series and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I know several of my online acquaintances that can't wait to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife and uh, I think it'll be another good movie to go see in the theater. So after this I'll be back with a wrap up and I'll see you then. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Tony Wolf Unhinged Podcast. I am your host, Tony Wolf, and we're wrapping up another episode five. It's hard to believe I've already done five episodes now, and I uh, hope you all are enjoying them. Um, I was notified this week that my show is now available on Spotify. All you have to do is go to Spotify Podcasts and look up the Tony Wolf Unhinged Podcast. And you'll see my logo on there. So if you're not able to catch it here on uh, Red Circle, go over there. Um, it may be available on Google Podcasts and 
There's another one, and I can't remember what it is right off the top of my head. But just look around for the Tony Wolf Unhinged podcast on different uh, subscriber or different podcasting networks and see if you can find it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. You never know what I'm going to talk about. Everybody knows Tony Wolf is unhinged, so you never know where I'm going to go with a story or what stories I may come up with. I've been doing some movie reviews here lately. I've been talking about pro wrestling. Talked about a couple of TV shows. And uh, I have a couple of topics that I'm working on, trying to decide how I want to do them. Had uh, a friend of mine here this week tell me that I was very... He said that I have, and this is how he put it, you are disdained more than fucking you have more disdain for walmart than, and others than anything else and that's paraphrasing it but yes i do i have disdain for a lot of things but i don't have disdain for movies unless they're really bad so hope you all are enjoying the shows come back next week and tell your friends about the show because you never know what topics i'm going to talk about next I'm still trying to get time to do an interview and have that show up here on the Tony Wolf Unhinged podcast. But if you can't check out the podcast, go to YouTube. Check out Tony Wolf Remembers Classic Tri-State Wrestling on YouTube. And you can go to Gemini Wolf Productions, I believe it is, at Weebly.com to see my website. And I'll try to make sure I got the right URL on that if I the next time I record. So, but uh, y'all have a good day and see ya.